must be a goddamn cost-saving effort, and it pisses me off, and it's more difficult than it has to be. What's that? When you buy a four-pack of Monster from, like, wherever you buy Monster, mm-hmm. and the, the cardboard box is built so that it fucking fits the cans in there tight, like there's yeah. no space around it, and yeah. you have two in the box left, and you reach in, and it gets, like, stuck, <laughs> you yeah. almost have to fucking shred the box just to get your shit out of there. Yeah, that's that's no. always uh, that's the definition of a first world problem, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're a goddamn energy drink fiend like I am, we're gonna keep on the first world problems. Like I, I fucking panicked. I was like, "Come the fuck out of here!" <laughs> I've already had two of these in my guts. I need to get more. I just want to drink my fucking drug. You know. Yeah. Spit. My uh, socially acceptable drug of choice caffeine oh hi we didn't see you there welcome back to problematic cast with the brubaker brothers before the jump we had uh emmy award nominated band the blair bear bunch they're uh emmy award nominated they haven't won anything yet but i'm really excited for them um i hear they're going through a really nasty divorce though so uh thoughts and prayers Thoughts and prayers. Like so what are you doing, Jason? I uh, I just opened my monster um, that I fought very, very valiantly to get out of the tight-ass cardboard box. Okay. So you ready to talk to Johnny Resnick from the Goo Dolls later? I'm so fucking excited for this. I Dude, can't it, You know, it's funny. I ran into the guy at the Huntington County Fair. <laughs> Were they playing there, or was it? No, just... he was he was scouting it for next year. He's, oh, okay. He said they've fallen to a point where they're not even good enough to like headline the Huntington County Fair right now. But he thinks in a year of touring and shit, they might be. I'm hoping so because you know. Was he <laughs> in the Was he in the petting zoo checking out the uh, prize like calves and stuff, or was he, he... when when I ran into him? Um, he was throwing ping pong balls trying to win a goldfish that looked like it was already dead. And I said, if you aim a little bit to the right, you might get one that's alive. And he's like, hey, man, that's a pretty good hint. And then we just hit it off. I don't know. I knew that's who he was right away. I He didn't know who I was because, you know, he ha- he doesn't. Because <sighs> you don't I, oversell yourself. I don't oversell just... myself, but he He's kind of a 90s guy. I I assume he was born in the 60s and uh, he made it big in his like mid 30s in the 1990s. So tech is kind of like evolving past him and stuff. Yeah, I get it. He doesn't understand podcasts, but he was very adamant that he wanted to come on the podcast and he's going to call in later. I'm really excited for this. This is this is getting me going, man. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 I, I can't I can't believe it's a pretty big win, you know. Yeah, certainly. What do you want to get into till he calls? Cause I mean, I, I I've been chomping at the bit since yeah, uh, me too. we since we uh, decided we were doing this. I uh, I've been chomping at the bit. I wanted to record like a 18 hour super episode or something. That would be pretty rad. Yeah, we'd have to bookmark it and stuff, though, so people yeah. could listen to it in sips, like an audiobook, or maybe we could get a deal with Audible. I don't know, maybe. We should check that out. That might be overselling ourselves, though, too. That could be, yeah. It very well could be. We'll you have to just hate? stay in our lane and, and do, what, uh, do what we're doing for now. You know what I hate? When people fucking oversell themselves, and they act like they're uh, above all. And quality should come over quantity or any content at all. Yeah, and, and that's that's really um, that's really something that can be said in a lot of different fields, not just in the creative field. But um, I had a, a managerial friend tell me one time, and it it, it's, it stuck with me, and it really applied. He said, "You can always manage out of a bad decision. You can't manage away from no decision at all." That's absolutely true. So it's essentially the same thing. Like if you if you make something and, and it's consumable and you get it out there and maybe there's a few issues with it, you can always re-release it. 
Look at another Chopper day. Trap House. Yeah. That's look all at I'm gonna most, say. Look at most people that start out podcasting. Like, Chopper like, Trap House sounded like shit for years. And at this point, they're making like 130k a month. Yeah. So, you know, humble beginnings are better than no beginnings at all. Well, I know we've referenced uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Like, their first how many episodes. Bro, had... they're literally using a rock band mic. Yeah, that's what I'm when, saying. Like, they when, started uh, out Griffin and Yeah, when Griffin and Trav were living in the same apartment in uh, Cleveland, they were using rock band mics. And it shows. <laughs> but, it's just pretty know, rad, though, because I remember having a lot of good times with rock band mics. You, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. But you want to talk about grassroots. It's like, yeah, we just want to get this out there. Well, yeah, and I mean, that that is far, far more important when you have things that are relevant to say or you have, <clears throat> I don't know, a, the desire to create is to, to get it out there and, and have people consume it or have people experience it. It doesn't have to be um, chiseled out of marble and, uh, you know, polished to a T. Yeah. Just yeah. to put it out. I mean, that's that's well, just to reiterate what pride. Well, what you reiterate, I'm just going to reiterate what you said earlier about you can manage out of a bad decision. But, you know, I, I've literally been training people in my position for like backup. If I need a day off or something, they will be in there in lieu of me being there. So they basically need to know the job. But there's a lot of puzzle pieces to put together in my position so a lot of times i will just say to the candidate that's learning the position i don't care if it's right or wrong you need to make a decision if you're sitting here spinning your wheels it's gonna build up it's a fucking water about to break a dam you know well that's i mean it's like look at a machine you know a machine that would take oil or some kind of fluid like that machine will run until the fluid becomes fully consumed or gel. You know what I mean? So even if it's dirty, it'll still run. Yep. Pride comes before the fall. Good man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what else is going on? I, uh, I got a new printer the other day. Yes, you did. And uh, it has its own email address, and I know that's not a new thing, but like I was, I was tickled fucking pink about it. It might not be a new thing, but I never seen it implemented so well. It's yeah. pretty fucking cool. Because I, um, I sent us a a link. I, well, from our LinkedIn, I sent my printer an invitation. Okay. To join the the network, like the social network. Okay. Of of you know Brubaker Brothers problematic cast. That kind of sounds I, like a mistake. <laughs> it printed a fucking invitation email oh God. from LinkedIn. Like I have it sitting here. I was thinking about putting it in a fucking frame. It says <laughs> Brubaker Brothers problem or Brubaker's problematic cast wants to add you to their network, and it's like a full email like you would get in your email, but it printed it out. You know what else would be cool? When if we they actually sold that email address? Well, no. If um, <laughs> if we got to a point where people were actually emailing us instead of just fucking harping off on social media or something, if they actually emailed with questions, concerns, thoughts, ideas, and all that, if you ghost forwarded everything from um, the problematic cast, or is it problematic cast at Gmail? That's probably why that. It's the problematic cast, but yeah. I know why nobody's fucking emailing us. Anyhow. Well, anywhere I write it down, I, I write but it listen, out. listen, here's what happens. Every time you get an email there, you ghost forward it to your printer, and then it prints out like, <laughs> special delivery, sir. <laughs> <laughs> special delivery, sir. And then you get... And then you get a uh, Raspberry Pi voice modulation uh, chip thing with the Raspberry Pi and have it say, special delivery, sir, or like, mail, motherfucker, or something. (laughs) Mail, motherfucker. I have a uh, Raspberry Pi actually sitting within arm's reach of me. I'm sure there's some way I could get it to work. Oh, I don't even know anything about those fucking things. They're pretty neat, actually. I'm sure they are. Dez has one that has, like, every NES... uh, emulator rom on there oh, so shit. that's and pretty it's, cool 
and it's actually built into a tiny little model NES. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Keenan got him that for Christmas. And it came with like a Super Nintendo controllers USB that plug right into it. It's a fucking rad setup. No doubt. That actually sounds really, really cool. I want one now. Do you remember when you, me, and Brandon pretty much took over every computer at Tussie Mountain High School with emulators? So we're talking yes, like 98, I, 99. I kept playing the one Dragon Ball Z game yeah. that uh, I had never played before, so I was just infatuated with it. Yeah. Well, my point was between you, me, and Brandon, we infected everything because at that point we're talking internet 1.5 1.0 or whatever everybody when they would be dicking around on the computer would be playing like candystand.com or i forget the other shitty flash game uh site that we would use at the school but we just literally started uploading emulators and dumping them right on the fucking desktop it, it was pre-torrent technology. Oh, yeah. You had oh, yeah. to direct download piracy. Yeah. Like, you had you had to commit piracy as a direct download. No, didn't we put it on floppies then? And we were literally just putting... I feel like we made one copy of it and then just, like, mass-infected the whole computer system with it. I remember um, way, way back then... Uh, that before Dropbox was created, there was a website. It was called X Drive, which it, which it functioned oh, yeah. it functioned the exact same as Dropbox. Holy without, shit! I forgot that existed. Without all the pretty stuff, yeah. you know, Dropbox has a bunch of pretty functions and stuff to it. It was basically just an FTP server. Exactly. Yeah. And I had uploaded the stuff that when I was doing it, I would just go directly to my X Drive and download it. So I didn't have to keep bringing the site up, so they couldn't ban the site. If they banned my X drive, I'd have just, you know what I mean, I'd have just made another way of doing it. So even if we had to direct download from like PlasticMan.org or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I never got into, but uh, everybody was watching back then was Homestar Runner. Homestar Runner? What the hell was that? I don't, I don't even think I ever heard of it. I don't know. Maybe Maddie was the only one that was into it. I feel okay. like Maddie. Maddie tried to shove it down my throat like every day, but I, I looked now um, with my old man eyes, and it just kind of looks like he's a retard or something. I don't know. I, I feel like is this irony before irony was a movement or what? I, I don't maybe know. that's maybe that's the irony of it. All the irony that was going on then. Oh shit! I got my uh headphones on i gotta pull them off i I gotta call i'll be right back okay just don't let it die i'm gonna keep recording i'll uh i'll kind of go on for a minute here about um yeah Yeah, we're recording now sooner you could get here or patch uh, call this phone and i can patch you in from this phone yeah that's fine we'll be going for a little bit all right man i'm excited too Talk to you in a bit. Bye. Sorry, I wasn't talking. I didn't want to interrupt like your phone call. Is everything oh, all right? Did you did you hear that? Yeah, I heard. Is everything oh, all yeah. right? Oh yeah, he he just said he was running a little late. Um, he's gonna call here shortly. So, oh man, the fucking god damn! I I set up a special ringtone. You probably heard it. Yeah. <laughs> he saved. I have Johnny Resnick's fucking phone number saved on my phone. With a Goo Goo Dolls track, like Boy it's Named a- Goo, I loved Boy Named Goo. Th- that album was actually good. Like, uh, at least the first half of it. I had it on cassette back in the day because that came out in '95. Oh yeah, I remember. I think only one was the last song on track or uh, side A. I don't know if I ever flipped it over to side B though. If I'm being honest. But Long Way Down was a good song. Uh, Impersonality was a good song. Name, obviously, big hit. Only one. Iris isn't on this album. No, but it was still a good song. I guess. (laughs) It was commercially popular, I should say. It was commercially popular. And it was, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those bittersweet songs in my life. Reminds me of a 
less than great time in my life. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I recall the uh, association. Four four letter uh, Goo Goo Dolls songs though are really where they I don't know they hit them out of the park when they were four letter word songs. I uh, I I think he should make a song called Song song <laughs> s-o-n-g and it should um it should go into like that time period kind of like if he would like meditate on that and really um survive the the damaged truth that's come from then oh man yeah like i wish we could go back and spend a day in the 90s and realize it was fucking garbage too because uh, like people our age i guess millennials or whatever the fuck they're calling us at this point. I guess we're definitive millennials. Hell, I graduated high school 2000, so I'm yeah. by definition a millennial. I would like to think I'm a little better morality and fiscal responsibility than most millennials, but I guess I kind of fit right into that parameter, though, huh? Well, I guess um, age-wise, you know what I mean? You might fit in there, but... I think what really defines where you fall in society is how you behave in society. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, God, I'm just excited now. I have a more serious thing I kind of wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, I know in our last premium episode, maybe it was our last free episode, I talked a little bit about the job that I have. And now oh, I can't. That sounds that sounds like a really good opportunity to plug the premium. It's a Patreon Patreon dot com forward slash problematic cast or the problematic cast. It's just problematic. Problematic cast. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, we we have active links on all the episode notes and stuff. So if you go and sub, we're doing at least a hour long premium episode a week that you will not be getting on the normal feed but we'll continue doing the free ones as well if i mean it's just one tier of uh payment it's five bucks a month which i mean jesus that's less than a pack of cigarettes less than most (laughs) i i buy two energy drinks at a time for like 550 so that's like nothing you know like i've said before i've I've just randomly spent a, f- a few dollars on a lottery ticket with no intent or, or probability of winning, yeah. you know, and I've blown it. So sorry, back to your story about your job. I, uh, I work as a DSP and right now they're doing a big, um, cause the budget there's, uh, the state budget, my jobs, the wages that we make is dependent on allocation from the state budget. Right now, there's a big, um, you know, fix the DSP crisis hashtag going around. They're trying to increase awareness for for this job uh, position. I mean, it's a really critical socially position. Um, yeah. But I, I found something that I found really, really problematic in what they're doing to, like, agendize it, to okay. push... They're they're taking um, there was a picture I saw and there was now I, I, I don't really know how to frame this without sounding kind of rude or, okay. or sounding non politically correct, but there okay. was there was a picture of a person who I'm saying because I've worked in the field and I have enough experience in the field mm-hmm. to know that um their their functionality level probably wasn't extremely high. Okay, okay, I follow. And the the quote, and now I'm not going to be able to quote it verbatim, but it was, um, my DSP protects my rights. Okay. Now that brought up like a really <laughs> really burning I, burning I issue with definitely know where you're going with that, yeah. Because. I myself, you probably yourself yeah. have an issue really comprehending what your rights are as a person, as a citizen, as a human oh, yeah. being. Oh yeah. I mean, we're still struggling as a society to ensure that everybody's treated the same. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, but that's probably the last thought on their mind. Well, yeah, I mean, they probably just wanted a cookie or to masturbate in public or eat a crayon or eat a crayon or play with their own shit. Yeah. I mean, maybe on some like meta level that that is what it, they are concerned about or their rights. But whether or not they can communicate it or not. Yeah, that's the big thing. That's the big thing. When and, communication is nil, it's yeah. So like who's putting the words in their mouth if you're not just agendizing something? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same thing as taking um, little kids, smiling, playing, having fun to sell toys. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. It's it's the advertising demon. I think we talked about it in the first episode. That kind of ties into, like, overselling yourself, too. This is kind of like an oversell episode. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't... Fuck. Like, I don't know. And... Don't you feel like there's certain things that don't need to be advertising in today's day and age? Like, yes. they're literally using it as fucking, uh, oh, God, what's the fucking word? Money laundering. They got to be money laundering with advertisement. Like, do you think Coca-Cola ever needs to run an ad again? Do you think McDonald's ever needs to run an ad again? Like, maybe for a year, every 15 or something. <laughs> Because you got a new, uh, like, series of adolescents growing to adulthood. And it's like, oh, what's this Golden Arches place? I didn't have advertising. Oh, okay. We had the ad campaign for a year, so. Yeah. Well, I think they, um, the nature of the game with a lot of the bigger restaurants and, and, and companies like that is they, they're using the incentive of, Here's this seasonal thing. So that's where they're, a lot of their advertisements advertisements are going. Like yeah, I you're bought right. in, Shamrock Shakes and fucking yeah, uh, McRib. The McRib is stuff. back. Yeah. And I, just, imagine the fucking sales if they just made it all the time. I still ain't buying the trash, but you know what I mean. Well, here's here's another for example, is Taco Bell and their motherfucking nacho fries. Yeah. Those are the best fucking fries on the market. For real? In my opinion, I never in my opinion, them. they are the best fries you can buy at a a large chain fast food restaurant. Yeah. And and they do that um in in like spurts where they're not a constant menu item. Like they'll sell them for a month and then they'll pull them for X amount of time and then they'll run the ad commercials where it's like nacho fries are back and it drives people to go back to Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, nacho I don't know if, fries. They're nacho fries. That's all nacho, I know. Nacho fries. I don't know if they have somebody like really active in their um their accounting department where they're seeing like, oh man, sales dropped five percent. Run the nacho fries. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's probably honest to God, not far from the truth. Oh man, there's a there's a review in for the Joker movie that's coming out in October. Joker is a dangerous film that will incite lonely white men to try stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, that hurts. I think, I think a lot of uh, people try stand-up comedy just because they want to. I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't think it's gonna. <laughs> that's that's very profound. I think they should. <laughs> Thanks. I, I think if they're gonna do it, they should try open mics for a while because, man. Yeah. It's amazing to me how many people I know that just try to tell a joke just or a story or something and their timings off. They don't have any sense of comedic anything or satire or fucking irony or anything. And it's like put, put me on Facebook live once and you'll see just how awkward a an inexperienced comedian can be. Do you know what's funny, though? I what's think I, ex I think I excel at that shit like for a while in my early 20s, it's like, maybe I should fuck with some stand-up comedy. Just be like Mr. Darkness, stand-up comic guy, you know? And then it's like, yeah, but I need to make money. So I'm going to go do other dumb shit for a while. Yeah, uh, money usually comes pretty important. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, uh, I was just flashing What's back. What's the away. deal with money? <laughs> <laughs> i was just flashing back on uh, bill hicks thinking about um 
He's probably one of my favorite comedians. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've watched everything that I've had access to that had been on, like, Netflix or, you know, any of the other, like, streaming services. I've watched pretty much everything that I could have that he had recorded. I think the best joke he ever told was uh, people ask me how much I smoke. And I say two, and they say two packs? No, motherfucker, two lighters a day. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty good. It's like, it's no wonder you died of cancer, bro. (laughs) He died of, like, liver cancer, I think. Or pancreatic cancer, maybe. I was joking. You want to go into... But cigarettes cigarettes can give you cancer anywhere. Do you want to go into the tragic ending of Mitch Hedberg, or maybe... Oh, look at this. I'm Robin Williams. I'm going to hang myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's this? I'm going to throw it over the bath. Yeah. The toaster. Let's take the toaster in the shower. I can't do the fucking crazy voice he does. Where is this fucking guy calling? Jesus. I, I don't know, man. We're half an hour into the show. Like, It must be a long way down to service. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just getting anxious. Long way down. That was my attempt at a pun for the uh, the episode. I like it. Yeah, uh, did it work? Did it land properly? Landed did, with me. Did all the sound levels sound okay when <laughs> it came out? Yeah, I got some raspy sharpness I need to mid out a little bit but roger roger fuck your mids <laughs> blast the fucking mids man. man make it sound like i'm standing on top of the mic do you know what's a really good joke is when you literally are talking about inside jokes between you and me <laughs> like that joke is only for us <laughs> there's a, lo- a lot more of that that happens in this show than i think uh anybody is aware of oh yeah double entendre and shit we're pretty good at that i think it's just it's just part of sarcasm oh yeah sarcasm irony fucking satire everything i uh i had been playing a game with a few i played it with you and i played it with uh a few other people that i talked to throughout my day Mm -hmm. it was uh passive aggression sarcasm or serious and i was i was taking um screenshots of like a a post on social media and then i i would directly like respond to it in a way that could be read or misread or misconstrued depending on which filter you slid in front of your face if it was passive aggression if it was sarcasm or if it was serious and uh i mean ideally you wanted to hit on all three levels at all times that's that's where i try to shoot when I shoot, that is where I'm yeah. aiming for. I'm trying to use all three so I can punch through all three of those filters. But, uh, like, there's there's only certain ways that you can frame stuff Yeah. With so you're not giving yourself away. You know what I mean? It takes a little bit more um, patience to, yeah. to really hit all three of those levels. Yeah, yeah, and then you have situations like me. I just always have this resting bitch face because oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes I'm thinking of something witty to say, and my fucking default face just looks like I'm harnessing the devil through my facial expressions, you know. And Nikki at work asked me, oh, "What was it Sunday? Maybe? Oh my god, dude, what's wrong?" I'm like. Uh, my face, I guess. You've known me for a long-ass time, so you should know this is just my face by now. If uh, if I start thinking, like, actively hard, apparently my eyebrows, I have, like, a point, and they look like horns. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so if, like, my horns come out... Hell, way- Satan. Yeah, like, I'm I am summoning Satan at that point, apparently. That's pretty rad. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of it. I thought about shaving them off, like just kind of like penciling my eyebrows on. But <laughs> do you realize how much effort that takes? I do not. It is a pain in the motherfucking ass. Yeah, I could imagine. And then it would Especially get all... to make it look good. Yeah, 
Like, I'd have to hold my face at really strange angles and fucking, without my glasses on, try to pencil this, like, beautiful eyebrow like I have naturally. I mean, anybody could do it, like, Marilyn Manson in the 90s or something and just literally put lines there, but... Yeah, that's true. Um, I just randomly, and I sent it to you, I mean, this isn't, like, a, a bit or anything. I, uh, I heard... One of the new singles off the, uh, I think it's coming out on your birthday, Corn album. The song's called Cold, and um, I think it's probably the hardest fucking song they've put out in 15 years. It's insanely old Corn. Like it, it feels like it could have been on Life Is Peachy right after Good God or something. I did hear it. You sent it to me earlier, and I thought it was pretty fucking rad myself. Yeah, it's just like, wow, okay, there is hope for this band. But, I don't know, I just kind of felt like I was losing hope with them for a while, because all the band, or two of the band members, Fieldy left for a while to find God after Head left to find God, and then they came back, and then they kicked David out of the band, and, oh my God, if you ever want to see somebody that's selling themselves too hard, it's uh, David Silvera from Original Corn. Everything on any social media this motherfucker is always mentioning corn and he's been out of the band for like 15 years now really it's and, been that long yeah it's been that long i don't even know the fucking replacement guy's name because i don't care but um because david was a hell of a drummer at least for corn you know but um they were talking about corn being uh submitted into the rock and roll hall of fame and he's like hey guys if you uh any like quote tweeted them he's like if you guys want to like get the band back together for the uh the ceremony or something i'd be down and they they, like didn't respond to him and it's just like (laughs) it's just so fucking hard to look at it's just like oh my god dude please just stop they don't want to they don't want to be around you okay but uh I don't know. I, I feel toxicity's like... toxicity, man. Like if, if like they realized throughout all their trials and tribulations, like if he was the member that really like I don't think was... he was though. Well... I feel like Brian was the mess and Fieldy fell into place with him and just you know, fucking Monkey drugs just, and... Monkey just never washed his hair. Yeah, pretty much. No doubt. John just always seems like he's been depressed as fuck all the time so i'm i'm glad to hear they're putting out an album that's at this quality rather than him fucking hanging himself after his wife died last year and yeah i'm pretty sure i would oh my god speaking of did you know uh what the fuck's her name when wayne static died it wasn't a year later and tara ray died as well his wife like uh died suicide or died elsewhere i think she died suicide i think wayne od'd and she killed herself is her name tara with an e this is what i'm doing while waiting for johnny resnick of the goo goo dolls yeah i'm starting to uh i'm starting to lose focus because i'm getting impatient man i'm pretty excited about this 2016 uh wow what a pathetic life she led. He died November 1 of 2014, so it was almost 15. She died, uh, wow, January of 16, about exactly a year. And she. Wait, did you say November 15 or 14? November 15, he died. And January Wait. of 16? Hold on. I was going to say, I that's like only the three months. I feel like the Mandela effect is coming into effect here. I thought he died in like 08 or something. That doesn't no, make sense, though, because Cult of Static came out long after that. I was going to say, some of their later albums didn't get a whole lot of, at least in my realm Wayne, of, of... Okay. Wayne died November 1, 2014. Copy. Okay. She killed herself January of 16. So, so it was just over a year. Just over a year. Gotcha. Thirty-three. Yeah, that's a uh, that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> that that actually. See, Are we see, still playing passive-aggressive no, sarcasm? No. Seriously. See, see every once in, every once in a while, my fucking switch is broken because that 
was supposed to sound like like I care, like I'm not a robot, you know. But that came off as the most <laughs> fucking like a couple episodes ago when I said, yeah, I support the troops or whatever I said. It was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, I uh, that's that's usually like my response to um to things that really truly are unfortunate. Like when you hear about like some really terrible shit that happens, like I'll be like, man, that's unfortunate. You know, because he, that is unfortunate by definition. And, and I get looks like you're a fucking piece of shit. And it's like, whoa, what? Yeah. yeah. If, if you never watch another episode of BoJack Horseman, which I literally just rewatched it all again because it's goddamn brilliant. And I think it got me through this depressive state again. Um, honest, I haven't watched a single episode. I know. Yet. I know. But um, he has a really troublesome relationship with his mother all along i'm not going to get into that or anything but um in the episode um after she passes he gives a will arnett gives a 22 23 minute eulogy just a monologue eulogy that is one of the most beautiful scarring hurtful it, it just runs you through the fucking gamut the whole time and the whole time (laughs) like i i just can't believe this is a cartoon about a cartoon horse you know um the whole time he's running his mouth about his mother and stuff and um the the big running joke was she the only thing she wanted was an open casket and fuck up that i am i couldn't even do that right and he opens the casket and it's not his mom and the joke is is this funeral funeral parlor b and he looks out at the crowd and it's a bunch of lizards and he just gave this scathing eulogy the whole time it's just like camera in front of his face talking about his mother with this closed coffin and then the joke at the end to like break the tension is he just did this to the wrong crowd <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it, it's uh, fucking... maybe I'll watch that bit because that sounds the whole like fucking... an experience. You know what I mean? And and that one is kind of set outside of time. You don't need to know any of the other characters. Okay. You don't need to know any of the other. It's just a eulogy about a fifty-two-year-old man that had a troubling relationship with his mother who died and i mean will arnett we're watching through arrested development right now and he's just he's fucking so good and i i'm glad that he has found voice acting career because i mean he's lego batman he's bojack horseman he's in a lot of shit right now lego batman yeah yeah he sounds good as batman (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're at uh, 40 minutes and still no call back. I'm just going to go a minute down the road. Thanks, Johnny Resnick. Um, I wonder if he's trying to find his um, his phone. Maybe he put it down and, and forgot what it looked like or something. I don't know. Maybe the Botox fucking made it slide off his face. Um, Why you know... don't you slide? Oh, my Jesus. That was good. Um. What killed Brittany Murphy? Um, because in my brain, I, I want to see syphilis. She said it says elevated levels of hydrocodone, acetaminophen, methamphetamine, and chloramine. Okay, she had a drug overdose. I heard a story at one point that she died, and they figured out it was like black mold poisoning in her house. Oh. Okay, okay, here, here we go. Um. She was buried December 24th, 2009. On May 23rd, 2010, her widower, Simon Monjack, was found dead at the same residence. They figured out it was acute pneumonia and severe anemia. There's no indicators that mold was a factor, but they found it extremely strange that... Okay, toxicology reports showed that deliberate poisoning by heavy metals was a possible cause of Brittany and his death. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. All right, that's a cool story, too. This is a very problematic episode. Yeah. We're, um, we're, save, I, we're saving the lulls for the uh, 
premium one, I guess. I I don't I don't know. I don't think they can all be zingers. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, you meet somebody at the Huntington County Fair, you think they're going to call you in a well, timely they, fashion. They probably don't have a whole lot else going on. Yeah, I mean, it's unless they're brushing their calf, their prized blue ribbon calf. I don't feel like he has a calf. No, he. I mean, the skulls was a cash cow for him for a while. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, I got puns today. They're not really full blown jokes. Just puns. That's all right. That's kind of a analogy for our brand of comedy. It's half baked, y'all. No weed pun intended. No. uh, No. No weed pun. Too sharp. We're too sharp in this one. Way too sharp. Just stop being so sharp. How I, do we, uh, how do we double out the mids? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe if we bang stuff around against the mics, it'll like it'll take it out of the environment. We you gotta, gotta the, do something environmentally, don't we? We have to like I don't know, have some chanting circle behind me. This podcast is officially going green right now. Um, so, so I need to get on my bicycle and power it for energy. Do you know the best part about that asinine comment about the Patreon commercial, which I think we need to uh, make a non-drunk version of at some point, by the way, because that was terrible. I went back and listened to it, and it's like, man, good old one-take Jeremy got it in one. What the <laughs> fuck? That makes Jesus. you a sniper. Jesus Christ. It's so hard to listen to. You know, I'm getting mad about a fucking uh, review or a comment about that ad. And it's like, no, that is pretty grating on the nerves. Well, what's what's wrong with this audio? Yo? It, well, it's junk. I'm fucking blitzed. And I'm just. Capital C. Yeah. <laughs> junk. Junk. I That term. Uh, if we could spawn from, I think it was Halo Three days. Please, because I've been wondering for a while. I don't remember. Me and Keys used to spend a lot of time playing Halo Three. Like we were pretty fucking good for back in the day. We were MLG. Well, we, I mean, comparison-wise, we we could have competed. Yeah, but, but can you play Hanzo? That's all I want to know. Hanzo? Did you never play Overwatch? Oh yeah, I have. I I didn't catch the reference. I have played Overwatch. I uh I was really bad at it, dude. Yeah, I don't like really, it. It came out long after my uh my old age MLG set in. Day. Well, yeah. after my old age set in, and I started getting slower in the reflexes. Yeah. But uh, we would send that to people, as <laughs> because back in the day, like you would send hate mail. To one another oh yeah like if you really really shit stomp somebody or somebody shit stomped you yeah. like you would get a message you could almost expect it after every match when you were sitting in the lobby you would get hate mail you know and, what my version of this hate mail was uh finish finish what you're saying I, I i'll put a pin in that i hate that i derail you as much as i do <laughs> well that was um the the kids were so bad they couldn't even they weren't even junk spelled properly. They were junk with a that's, capital C. That's so, so fucking good. Oh my god, now it makes sense. It's like you're so beyond junk with a K. You're fucking junk with a capital C. Oh, that's good. I love it. Oh, my hate mail story is I was getting really good at Dark Souls 3. Okay. Yes. And uh, with the different clans and shit in that game you would have certain clans that could drop up to i think four red invaders oh fuck in addition to themselves but if you killed the host all the red invaders would die oh okay so so i pumped up my guy to like level 300 jesus christ just fucking strength and i would fucking hit them once they would dive backwards and try to fucking Estus, and then uh, I would hit them once while they were taking the Estus and one more, and they were dead every time. It did not matter, you know? Nice. I fucking killed this guy the one time. Oh, my God. I I should have saved it. It might still be in my files somewhere, but um, 
it to paraphrase it said something like you're such fucking trash coming at me with that big sword and shit you didn't even let me heal you i hope you die a syphilis and he spelled syphilis wrong and it was just so <laughs> fucking so fucking good like the salt oh and then that's when i joined the salt souls uh there's a forum on Xbox has different groups that you can okay. join and like group grief, group grief people. So I joined salt souls at that point and we would just send hate mail to people. See, that's the part of gaming that like is problematic at times, but it's so much fun because yeah, when you're on the dealing end of it, I always hated the receiving end. I'm such a fucking hypocrite because when people would do it to me in uh, FPSs, I'm done. Fuck this game. Dashboard. Pull it out of the wall. I'm done. <laughs> I, I've rage quit a few times, but it was more just game bullshit. I was always down for uh, getting shit talked or getting, you know, talking shit. Just That's just part of the competitive nature, in my opinion. Um because there was a time like I like when the the word junk with a capital C spawned like <laughs> it was very very infrequently that like I would lose or the team I was on would lose unless we were with a bunch of junk bag randoms <laughs> blueberries. <laughs> well, I mean there was there's oh, been countless fuck. times where like there would be so many racial slurs or, you know, inappropriate terms sent through Xbox Live. Like, they had they had no chance to, to filter it all. You know what I mean? Man, I've never wanted to drop a fucking slur as bad as I do right now. I may have even said it on one of these shows. Uh, uh wait I, a second. What? Okay, so the term is N-word, F-word. Uh, the the detrimental towards gay people f word. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so I Google searched for that, and the top hit is Derek Comedy, which is uh, what's his face, Childish Gambino, uh, fucking Donald Donald like Donald Glover. He oh, had a okay. sketch comedy troupe. I wonder if they coined that phrase. Oh my god. They did. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up. There's a Derek comedy sketch where they have a national spelling bee in which every contestant in the spelling bee is told to spell that word. <laughs> 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 that's that's my kind of comedy there. I love Donald Glover. <laughs> did you ever watch Community? No. All right, then you don't have any love there's, for Gambino or fucking community. There's, there's a lot of series that I just I just didn't um I didn't check out, man. Like I'm I'm such a random sporadic person that like well, to, there's To be honest, you were kind of comatose from 2010 till last year. So Yeah. I mean, you missed some stuff, but fuck. No, that's and then and then you probably saw some stuff that you didn't need to, like the last season of Lost. I don't think anybody needed to see the last season of Lost. Because Can we get I into this? Because God damn it! I called that shit in the first fucking season, and you told me no. No, there's the no way guys, they said they because said it the wasn't. guys that made it said it wasn't going to be exactly what the fuck it was. Fucking assholes. Man, I thought it was going to be so good. And they had Mark Pellegrino as fucking Jacob. And then uh, Terry O'Quinn as the man in black and shit. And it's like, what is going on? This is so awesome. And then it's like, psych, bitch. We're in a church. This is purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Oh, fuck. That was, that was probably a really expensive set of trolling oh yeah oh yeah that's like pro, pro level trolling because wasn't the pilot episode of lost like two million dollar pilot or some shit incorrect it was 10 10 and it, holy and it fuck. got the producer fired from abc nice <laughs> and his name was lloyd braun who is also on uh seinfeld lloyd braun was the serenity now guy oh okay you, 
you watched a lot of Seinfeld, right? I did. I did okay. actually watch a lot of Seinfeld. Okay. Because that's just, it was in syndication since it went off the air. So yeah. I figured you had, you know. Oh. Oh, shit. So nice of you to join us. All right. I'm pulling the headphones again quick. Copy I'll that. With I'll, um. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. We're recording now. I can try to patch you in. Hold on a second. You still there? I am, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on it, man. I got to patch through the iPhone to the Skype call. It's a little more than just... Pushing yeah, a button. I know you're famous. It doesn't fucking mean anything. I'm kind of famous, too. I've had... Look, I don't know. I don't know you. I just... I'm just trying to do a podcast here. Oh, Johnny. That's a... Oh, man. I guess Johnny, that's time, isn't it? I'm going to have to call you back. Yeah, Shit. bye. Well, uh, that's that's the show, folks. Um, I, I guess he's going to call back, maybe do the premium episode? Maybe. Um, yeah, if we jump on after this and record the premium, um, you should, maybe he'll you have should, time. Yo, you should have heard him. He's like, no, no, just go long. It's like, no, we, we're trying to keep this one under an hour. We want people to have to pay for the ones that are over an hour. <laughs> maybe he won't call me back. That'd be fucked. Maybe, maybe he won't. I don't know. I guess it just depends on how much salt he has on his lips. I, I, I just hung up on Johnny Resnick of the Goo Goo Dolls, man. Yeah. And I won't tell him my name. You should have told him to pound sand. Wipe that fucking butter off your lips, Johnny Resnick. We'll see you next.